I love the playoffs. Anything can happen. But the best part? It's like bonus football. And bonus football means betting bonuses with Gambit DC. For a limited time, get up to a 57% multi-sport parlay boost on the Gambit DC app, online, or at any Gambit DC retail location throughout the district. It's the most exciting time to be a fan. So make your play and get the whole field advantage with Gambit DC. Limited time offer, terms and conditions apply. Please buy responsibly. Hey there. Welcome to Big Blend Radio with your hosts, Lisa and Nancy, editors of BigBlendMagazine.com. everybody welcome to big blend radio's writers wednesday show so every second wednesday we get to chat with our friends uh, from books forward and they're an amazing company if you're an author check them out uh, but you know we're your host nancy and lisa and so every second wednesday we chat with authors and uh, today we're welcoming kevin moore joining us to talk about his paranormal thriller it's spiritual it's religious it's got a little bit of, actually just cannot it into one place and that's what nancy you've been reading uh book of Mm -hmm. souls Mm -hmm. is the name of the book and it's out now through books fluent so check out kevinmorepublishing.com or get it from your favorite place but welcome kevin how are you i'm great nice to be here yeah nice to have you here and excited your book is out when this is re-airing it's out and out and about for everyone so this is kind of like ties into true life for you um and this is book of souls is part one and then you have a second part like it's it's like a duo going out right the second book is the book of demons and then that'll Ooh, be nice October 11th I want, it. October. I want it Good. I want it I want yes. it yeah Nancy's, we'll send it to you definitely yeah, Nancy's just a few pages away from closing the book and we made her behave <laughs> oh, <laughs> not allowed to finish it all the way to the end because she's spoiler but Man, it sounds it sounds like it's a really interesting book from what Nancy's saying and reading, you know, the press on it. And you're already getting good, you know, reviews and everything. But this is something that really comes from real life, right? Uh, this story. Yes, absolutely. Um, so the original um, idea was uh, Nancy, as you know, there's the shadow people, right? Yes. Oh, yes. And so I am a lucid dreamer. And mm-hmm. I've been doing it for years. I did it as a kid, only I didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I had these three lucid dreams in a row. And they were about the shadow people. And they were trying to get my son, Matthew. And so I kept asking them, what do you want? And they said, him. And then about a month mm-hmm. after I had these dreams, he ended up in the hospital, in emergency, and everything that could go wrong went wrong. Mm. He had to be trait, his lung collapsed, he got sepsis, he ended up in intensive care. And I felt like the dreams were warnings to me Mm. to be prepared that, I don't know if you wanna say it was death knocking on the door because he was at that store, but him and Mm. I, Matthew was also autistic, so, which we'll see Nancy in the second book, I do bring mm. a character that's nonverbal. So Matthew doesn't mm. speak. So we were going through this um, amazing, frightening, scary experience, but mm. I felt like the dreams had warned me. So mm. him and I were, 
I slept with him every night for just about a month in the hospital until he got out. And that wow. was seven years ago. So he's doing great. So I felt okay. like I, I needed to write it. And I wrote it as a short story with just the shadow people. Uh-huh. And, and that where that's the Stevie part of it um, when he's, you know, in his 40s. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my wife goes, no, you should write this as a novel. And I was, I thought, I'm not sure I could write the novel out of it. But then that's when all the fun started, because then I could bring in ghosts and demons and some of the other stuff from my past. Mm. And um, wow. that's why so it you, comes across so real. And, mm. and I mean, it's it, for that kind of style of writing, that kind of um, genre of book, it's really difficult to come across as real. And you, you've mastered that. I will tell you that. It, well, thank you. Like you can't even put it down. <laughs> Nancy, oh, just, I, love, I love hearing that. She was like, this it. is some freaky stuff. And, yeah, <laughs> I know. But, but, and I'm already in my mind seeing um, actors in movies. And I'm like, oh, this game could be this one. And then I'm thinking of different actors like Peter Lorre. He has to be a shadow. He has to be in there. <laughs> well, funny that you mentioned Peter Lorre. Because okay. the names of the characters... Uh, a couple of the characters are a mode uh, to to Peter Laurie no and way. Sydney Greenstreet. So he, I took their real names, Peter Cairo, Cairo from the Maltese oh, Falcon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then oh. Casper Greenstreet is Sydney Greenstreet. Because okay. I love those those kinds of characters that are, you know, there's always something kind of creepy going on behind the door. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so like wow. Peter and Lori would be going, it's the shadows. Oh, yeah, but <laughs> you know, we have Steve Schneikert's our Hollywood historian, and he's done a whole like a podcast. We air it every Halloween. Yeah. And it's all about the hand, the hand, and the tingler. He says the hand, the tingler. It yeah. is all these crazy things. And it's like, no way. When you listen to it, and he even does the sound effects. And it's great. Dude, no way. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. So that's a trip. I, he's going yeah, to trip I'm out glad to you listen to this. Yeah, no, I'm into this, man. I'm like, I want the second book. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's it's done and it's ready for it should be. I think we're gonna proofread it in a week. Oh wow, this is excellent. Cool. This is excellent. Yeah. So you know, it's so funny because I I told a friend she was texting me right before, and I said, I gotta go. I've got an interview with the ghost guy. And I said, (laughs) and when I say the ghost guy, I mean the ghost guy. So I I want to get into this whole, Mm. you know, lucid dreaming. Nancy and I have had all kinds of interesting experiences through our yes. lives. And mm. so to us, we don't have the, this, it doesn't occur thing. We, we, mm. we, we know things happen and then there's things people happen. who lie about it and get over the top weird. You know, we, we understand the woo woo side and the balance, but um, there real things do happen. And mm-hmm. so we're very familiar with that. But the dreaming to me is very interesting. And I wanted mm-hmm. to just kind of touch on that before we go further and talk about ghosts. And I think it's all connected. Um, lucid dreaming, what does that mean uh, for mm-hmm. those listening that um, are going, well, I have weird dreams and I always forget. And, you know, I think dreaming is actually, a, we are in another dimension that's still connected in some way. Yeah, no, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And that's like, in the book, I tried to tie that in as like, Am I dreaming now or am mm. I dreaming while I'm awake? Yeah. You know, mm. and so that's like where a lot of the duality comes in. But um, for me, lucid dreaming, like I didn't even know what it was when I first started doing it as a kid. And I would, you know, 
like if I told my mother and she would be like, okay, yeah, you know, but that's a dream. Mm-hmm. But as I got older, um, I have lost a lot of people over the years, you know, people from high school. I lost my mother when I was a teenager. I've lost siblings. Mm-hmm. And what would happen was they would show up in a dream. And I would always think, wow, well, they're here to visit me, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I started to explore it a little bit more. And I was told, you know, ask questions. So like when somebody would come that had passed away, like I had a a girlfriend in high school Mm. who died when she was in her thirties. And so I was dreaming about her one night and I remembered to ask the question and I said, "Um, well, wait a minute, you're dead. And she said, yeah, I am, but I'm okay. Mm. And then a lot of years later, she brought back one of my favorite pets that she never knew. And she was in my dream and she was like, oh, I'm here for a visit, but I have a surprise for you, I have a gift. And I said, oh, what is it? And she brought out this cat, Spanky, that I loved in my dream. Now she never Mm. met the cat, didn't know the cat. So it's that kind of thing with lucid dreaming where you actually are talking to people uh, that have passed away and you're asking them questions. Um, Mm. And that's happened to me uh, quite a bit. Like I have, uh, my sister passed away suddenly about five years ago. And she, she was struggling in, in life and um, had a lot of relationships that hadn't been, you know, smoothed out. Mm-hmm. And she kept coming to me in my dreams. And I, and I said, well, why haven't you moved on? Like, why aren't you with mommy or daddy or Michael? Mm-hmm. Or like, why are you still here? And she was like, there's things I have to work out on this side that I have not finished yet. And she, and one of them was with her daughter. And then she would give me a note to give mm. to her daughter. And wow. Yeah. So, mm. so that's my experience with lucid dreaming, which wow, is why man. I love it. Cause anybody can do it. You just, you know, tap in. Yeah. You just tap in and you remember you, to start asking questions. Well, it's mm. interesting because, you know, reading through everything and um, you talk about like everybody is like dust particles. And Nancy and I talk about this because we travel full time. And if you circle back around a place, it doesn't really matter about how many years there's a connection, even if it's changed hundred mm-hmm. percent, it yeah. never does. It, yeah. You feel a sense of place of who you were then. So I've always, I've always called this, this uh, deja vu dust. And sometimes you'll go into a place and you know, and there's deja vu. We you go know you've been there all the time yeah. yes. and you've been there. And I go, okay, that's weird, but I, I'm comfy with it but I've always called it dust. Like we leave something that to our naked eye, we don't see, but it's a feeling. And so it's kind of the same thing where you talk about the lucid dreaming. I don't really think there's the other side. They always talk about, oh, we're talking to the other side. People have crossed to the other side. I don't really think there is an other side. I think it's all one big fishbowl, yeah. a big no, one, I, a giant you, one. Yeah, you might be absolutely right. Like, I, I think yeah. we get in the habit of that. And, um, you know, um, it's interesting that you brought that up because mm-hmm. in the second book, Nancy, one mm-hmm. of, I had a, um, a friend, I went to kid with a, uh, to school with a, chi- a kid in, which is in the book, Epiphany. I actually went to that school and that building oh. literally is across the street. That's funny. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, yeah. Um, and he apparently died like maybe 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. And I, he came to me in a dream 
Oh, wow. And I had, I wasn't really that close with him in, in grammar school. I mean, we were friends, mm -hmm. you know, we got along great, but I don't know why he came, but it was during some of the writing in the book where I was struggling with some stuff and he came and, uh, you know, I said to him, I was at my high school reunion and he was sitting on the couch in, in the lounge back by the bar. And I went over and I sat with him and I said, you know, you're in the wrong school. This is my <laughs> high school. <laughs> this is not, this is not epiphany. Mm, mm. And uh, he goes, no, I know. And I said, mm. we started to talk and I was, I asked him, I said, so why are you, why are you here? Why are you at this reunion? Mm. Um, am I, am I dead or am I going to die? And he said, no. And then he, he said two things. Um, there's no living. And then this goes back to what you were saying, Lisa, there's no living and there's no dead. There just is. Mm -hmm. And so it goes back to that fishbowl of, <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. And then weeks later, yeah. I had to write something and I was like, dude, it doesn't get better than this. You no, know? I, I was in a car accident and um, I died, but I didn't die in the ambulance. She I, floated. I've, wow. I went to the top of the ambulance. They put the guy who hit me in the same ambulance with me. And I heard, I went, I went floating up and I could see an empty stretcher gurney there. And I could see this old guy in the other one. And he had the nerve to say, how is that girl or whatever I hit? He made me so mad. I came back down. <laughs> no, seriously, he made me so angry that I was a whatever I'm not a that I came back down. I, you know, I don't think I hit him or anything, but you know, I definitely came back down. You know, and so that's a weird that has um, uh, opened my mind to things that normally the way I was brought up would be totally closed to. The yes. fact that was I dead or not dead? And they said they were like, dude, she's gone. And then they're like, no, she's not. I was like, okay. And then I passed out totally and woke up in a hospital with a policeman with this little ticket thing waiting for me to wake up. And he still had his like white helmet on and he started asking me questions. And I'm like, oh, something off. <laughs> Oh, wow. Welcome back. <laughs> I mean, really, it was like there was no nurses in the room. And here's this uh, policeman now who wants to ask me what happened in the car accident. I was like, wow, waking up, wake up to reality. Wow. So that that's a that has a when somebody tells me a story and the critical brain that you're taught steps in to say oh that could never happen my the other side of it goes eh, don't be so quick <laughs> right no that's fascinating yeah. though and I wonder if it was you know just like because the guy said something that was rude and obnoxious I wonder mm -hmm. if that's the thing that triggered you to go back to your body I yeah what would have happened the other way around the way around you know yeah, yeah. but it really because that's what angry. you were supposed to do yeah, was to go back to the body. Yeah, it it's was like kind of weird. your awakening. Yeah, it's like it's not your time now. You yeah. know, we yeah. just got to this country. I mean, it was yeah. like not even two weeks, two, three. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't. No, no, we were further. No, it was. It was really early. Yeah, that was pretty. It was a. It was like what the heck? And then some lady mm -hmm. called me, 
and told me your mom's in a car accident I said that's not a funny joke and hung up on her <laughs> oh wow, wow. and, and then it's like my aunt comes mm. to pick me up and she's freaking out and I'm going why are you freaking out you don't know my mom that well you haven't seen her for years why are you freaking out and she's absolutely freaking out like a hysteria and i'm like yeah. what you know but it, it just is very those things are interesting and i think it does connect and i think it, it's great that you put it in a novel mm -hmm. because it's a way for people to kind of explore on their own because i always talk about novels being such a reading is so personal and no one can tell you no Mm. it's what? you're there and you're co-creating the characters you are part of that experience and there's no better way than through a novel where you're imagining your imagination opens and that means the devil's gonna get you no but, <laughs> but it's still based on it's still fiction is based on non-fiction because otherwise you couldn't relate to it exactly. at all yeah. you, you have to recognize or have some way of dealing with with fiction yeah if, i mean do you have so, to do yeah because yeah i mean if you wrote this 100 percent exactly how everything is people are going to go nay yay the critical brain would come on before mm -hmm. open brain right yeah right. no that's true mm -hmm. and that's one of the things with lucid dreaming too is like people mm -hmm. will go well are you sure though it's somebody from the other side and i said you know for me i say i feel yes and nobody can it's like when you're reading a novel right nancy mm -hmm. so you can relate to certain things in this book yeah. And Lisa, you may relate to something completely different, but because Absolutely. it's personal. And and nobody can tell you you're not having a supernatural experience. Right. Mm. So okay, so mm. then if you do if we talk about this, there's religion and then mm. spirituality, and yet, you know, mm. religion well, is you must do this. I mean, it's kind of who put the rules like he, Where did, who wrote those rules originally? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bobby, I have to commend you on the Catholic religion, the way you portray the nuns, because Lisa had to go to a Catholic school and she knows. And when you get I a chance to read to it, it, yeah, you <laughs> I had a ball. I had a ball in Catholic school. I, I love well, Epiphany, you, as you could tell from yeah, book, because, right? because I could go through and say, oh, well, this like um, one of your nuns is Lisa, you know, Sister Margaret. There's the nice oh, one, and so then sweet. you got the mother superiors always. A, oh. I wanted to be a nun. <laughs> yes, she that did. That didn't last very long. That's when I was a little girl, and Nancy taught art to mm -hmm. nuns in a car the, the Carmelite, Carmelite nuns behind Carmelite the sisters yeah. in Kenya, yeah. and she got mm -hmm. uh, blessed by the papal nunciate to yeah, be able to go behind the bars, Rome so I and, could go behind the bars and teach. So and they they were like family to me. They held mm -hmm. birthdays. They did they took care of me they would they taught me how to garden they you know and then i wanted to become a nun i was like yeah. well this is cool you got gardens and it's beautiful i want to be a nun and then they gave me like a, a little miniature veil and this whole uh, the habit the habit thing habit and the sister mother superior got so mad and she, she, she cut a big hole in it that was the funniest oh, wow. thing oh yeah i know i was like what are you doing and she's I like just no. was, she can't, can't have this. It hasn't been blessed properly, and all it this hasn't stuff. Done and this so and she yeah. picked it up and she cut a big hole in it. And I was like, and I was like, oh, well, I don't want to be a nun. No, but now it, it fits better now. <laughs> yeah. and I really wanted to be a maid angry. after that. So there you go. <laughs> well, they kind of like let the dogma get into the way of the spirituality. Yeah, and right. I think that's what Jack 
has a trouble with, right? I mean, that's yeah. one of his yeah, battles. Let's are. back up. Like everyone, Jack is the main character, right? Yeah. So give everyone yeah. a, like a little bit of an overview. Yeah, I know there's a connection, but let's kind of go back for those who haven't read the book. Because um, mm. I know this is a dangerous part. We get all into it. But yeah. Yeah, give everyone a little bit of an overview mm. of yeah, Book overview. of Souls and Jack, who your, who your main character is. Okay. So, well, the book starts off and you it opens with the prologue, which is gives the reader the understanding that there's something supernatural happening, right? This is mm -hmm. the beginning of Jack's uh, death experience, right? Mm -hmm. But then the book starts with him being a, a mid 40 year old father who loves his wife, who's loves mm -hmm. his children. And the story starts there and then he, something happens, which I won't give the, away to the yeah. reader, something yeah. happens and he mm -hmm. wakes up from a coma and he's 13 and he's back in Epiphany, back living with his father and they're telling him he, he will never walk again. Hmm. And not only does he come, he wakes up and he has a full life with Catherine and his children that just blows him mm -hmm. away because he he's devastated obviously he can't walk and he's you know he's in the hospital but he has this love for this mm -hmm. woman and mm -hmm. he and this whole family and they're telling him it's because of the brain injury yeah so there's and so that's when it gets fun yeah. right nancy yeah because, that's because when... it's like i'm like dude <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the poor guy yeah. and i kept i kept putting um in my mind because i always ask authors like if this was made into a movie who would play the character and I kept usually I don't fill that those blanks in right away and I just kept going Jack has to be a young Jack Nicholson to play yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. just he has to do it yeah. but he has to you, you know um because it's so intense and and someone to play a part like that where even as a kid, he's really intense. And you can't blame him because stuff is happening that is beyond explanation. Yeah. It's like, is it a nightmare in a nightmare? Or is it a dream in a dream? Which one is real? Yeah. Is it is yeah. life as an adult? Yeah. Is it this this part of the story? Um, yeah. Wow. And, yeah. And then you have how to How do you feel, write that? I mean, yeah. how do you, how, I mean, because you have to have some grounding, right? But then not. It's like. Yeah, right. Well, mm -hmm. I think that, you know, like, because it's like started in, in realism with, the, with mm -hmm. the shadows, but then you can have fun. Mm -hmm. And, and for me, it's like, what I love to do is fall in love with my characters mm -hmm. and Jack, even as a kid. And one of the things on the research I did was when you have brain trauma, like he mm -hmm. starts cursing, right? Yeah. He has I love a foul that. mouth, which I love it. <laughs> yeah. Which is, you know, which they say happens because it's like, there's there's something that happened to you, you break, mm -hmm. and that's like his way of like relieving stress by mm -hmm. cursing. Um, but then, not only is he dealing with the fact that you know all of these doctors and psychiatrists are saying that is not real. In order for you to have a fruitful life, you have to give up Catherine and the kids. And he sort of starts this mm -hmm. book, the Book of Souls, and puts their names there because he's like, I'm looking in the mirror and mm -hmm. I see a 13 year old boy but I know they're real. Yeah. And that's where it's the, so you know, bizarre. like that's where the book starts to mm -hmm. take on all. And if that wasn't enough, he's an epiphany and he's back, you know, 
in class and mm -hmm. he's looking at the building across the street and mm -hmm. he starts seeing this man watching him as he's watching him and the man is Casper Greenstreet mm -hmm. and he's a ghost. Mm -hmm. A gay ghost. A gay ghost. <laughs> See, that's to me bringing that all in there too because that's, some, that's the no-no. You know, that yeah. was, look at, look what's been going on. I mean, religion, I mean, I'm sorry, there's a lot of, you know, gay Catholics and they didn't want to accept that for very long. And I think we're still battling that, you know. Yeah, but think about it in the mm. 70s where in, mm -hmm. in, in like psychiatric uh, terms, yeah. that was still considered a mental illness. It's an illness, yeah. That's so, nuts. Are you serious? Oh, oh, no, seriously, it's not that long ago. Yeah, that they it's released not. it's I didn't and, know that part and it. you had a choice and you decided oh to be yeah well we're still bad, we're still battling you that know, you know like, I, i'm not gay but i'm just saying we as a society we're battling that wrong. kind of nonsense you know yeah. so it's, i wanted to be very careful with that character because mm. asper was supposed to be a very small uh character he was always the ghost mm. but he was yeah. never supposed to have as rich a life you know, as an artist, and then he takes off with his paintings. Mm -hmm. So that was something I really wanted to uh, be gentle with, but also make him, you know, as vulnerable and as fragile as he is mm -hmm. in life because of mm -hmm. the times and that he was abused as a child. Um, mm -hmm. When he becomes a ghost, <laughs> he is an ass <laughs> ghost. I mean, he's <laughs> not. It's a payback time. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, he's not a fragile flower anymore. No, he's oh. like, oh yeah, watch this. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting what you say about how he goes. He's like he sees, you know, his there's it's like the reality versus non-reality, but it's all reality, right? In a yeah. way, like you're, you know. Yeah. I mean, I I come on, haven't we all had that moment where you you could be in a conversation, you could be driving, you could be in a meeting, and then all of a sudden you are outside your body, kind of like what Nancy went mm -hmm. through. But you're outside your body looking at what's going on mm -hmm. and going, you need to get back in. You're, you're, it's weird. You're doing two things at once. What's yeah. coming? They told you you can't, mm -hmm. you know? And even as I'm talking that, I'm about to jump out right now. It's going, let's do it. So, what is that? I mean, we all have that. I mean, I don't know if that's exhaustion. I don't know if it's just silliness. Well, I, think I don't you know can, what it is, but we I have, think you can send you yourself. You have that ability. I know we do. Uh, yeah, I think you can. If and I think it takes a lot of practice, mm -hmm. but I pretty much think that you can send yourself mentally somewhere else when you need to and want to. And like you can send yourself if a situation's bad, you can lessen the trauma by sending your mind somewhere safer. Well, that's how multiple yeah. multiple personalities. Now mm -hmm. I've got it's a different name. I'm sorry, but it's how multiple personalities have built up in, in a human. You know, we get different names, different. As a charge nurse, you can be a confident and dynamic leader who supports the nursing team and guides their patient care. Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program equips you with strategies that prepare you to manage the ever-changing realities of healthcare while maintaining focus on family support and patient outcomes. What do you think making a difference in healthcare looks like? GCU offers over 250 high-quality online programs like this one. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Personalities, the whole thing. And I think that was a part of an escape and management mm -hmm. kind of thing, you know, that, that 
multiple person. I don't want to say disorder, but apparently it is. Um, but I know it's got a new name and I, I just, I want to smack myself for not remembering it. Uh, so mm. sorry out there. Uh, but, um, <laughs> but it is part of that, right? But then I'll go, it's still, there's that side of me that goes, how far away is that from? Yeah, but you know, like sometimes it's like to, to maybe like let go of that judgment of like how far outside, like rather yeah. than just mm. do it and be yeah. it, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's, you know, for me, and I, you, where you're saying, like, it's like when somebody paints, it's like Casper mm -hmm. starts painting and mm -hmm. he considers himself a hack. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden he does this duality painting where he's yeah, painting the, the person as the world sees them and then who they really are. Yeah. And all of a that. sudden he becomes like the mystic painting painter and he becomes mm -hmm. powerful and famous and, you know, oh, um, mm -hmm. And so that famous, kind of stuff. famous people can't keep their, they can't, they have to go get it done. There's something in them. They have to go and see the alter ego, the mm. real, you know, and so it's a drive to go, but that's the same. I have to be on screen. I have to do this. I have to do that. That's in their makeup um, where an artist that can do what what your artist is doing would be such a draw for mm. famous people. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Got to look up a musician, May Edwards, M A E, May Edwards. Every time she May comes Ed. on our show, I call her May West, and she's fine with it. But she did <laughs> a four piece album and book on duality. Mm. Oh wow! And oh no, it's she's the saint and the sinner. She's the whole thing i mean mm. you oh you would love what she does she's an incredible uh, emmy award-winning uh, editor film editor tv show oh, editor i'll um, definitely look her an up. incredible mm. musician but yeah just thinking that i was like oh i wish she was on the show right now she would dig yeah this. Cool. she would may would dig this because oh, she, cool. i remember when she yeah. first came on the show we were talking about this she goes mm -hmm. yeah i mean here i am this very quiet meditative person who's also served in the military who also See? turns around and it's like I could have big fancy hair and you know glitzy scene but then I'll sit and play classical piano it's like this opposite duality duality yeah, yeah. and oh I love that um, mm. I'm gonna really I'll definitely look her up yeah yeah she's just really amazing and oh I'll tag her on this too in the yeah. stairs uh, mm. but it's it's um yeah I'd love to send I, her a book Oh God, she would love it. She, she would love she's it. She's incredible. Um, but it's when you think about the duality part, I believe we're in that. And I don't think it's mm -hmm. just dual. And I think that that's that part of it of we as humanity, we're always censoring and going, no, this is how it is. Put mm -hmm. the chop down. Mm -hmm. We're always, and I think that's a form of fear. And a lot of our rules and mm -hmm. societal laws which I it's call fear. yes, yeah. um, are really it's fear based. all about fear. And, and so it's like, we have to have law and order because we are a bunch of babies. Hooligans. Yeah. We're hooligans. Well, you <laughs> know, but, that's, but no, it's true. And I think most of us live our lives in fear. And this, like, mm -mm. not to get back to Jack, but Jack's oh, yeah. right, Nancy, you read it. So it's like, it's mm -hmm. all about fear. And, yeah. and the same thing with Casper. And I think we're, what does Casper in is mm. his fear yeah and jack is able to overcome his fear and yeah, take so, on yeah. the spirit world like 
you know, not only did he have an after, you know, a death experience, and then they're telling him he never had a wife and he never had children, and mm -hmm. they are the most important thing to him and the thing yeah. that he remembers the most, right? This is the love mm -hmm. of life. Mm -hmm. um, and then he starts seeing ghosts and spirits, and he mm -hmm. realizes I can actually help some of them. It's it's interesting because he's not afraid, but he's not unafraid. Yeah. Yeah. He's yes. he's like he's a very go forward, do something kind of person. And he's very much his own person. Like you wouldn't mess with him, you know, yeah. because he's just not. Um, but yet he has a sensitive kind of. He, he gets vibes he's, he's sensitive so he's not yeah. closed off he's just no. totally open and that's very vulnerable because if you're totally open people and things can hurt you i mean that's why we build sure. these walls between each other is because you can get hurt if if you don't have the walls so yeah you do, have do to that have some, because yeah. there's there's yeah, yeah there's not all all the spirits aren't always that nice either yeah, but there's a way, you know, I think that yeah. there's a way to control. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll tell you a story. Like I, I was, um, I was in real estate mm -hmm. and I had been in this house a year previously. And so a year later I came back and I met the same guy and the same owner. And I, I could tell that nobody had lived there. Like they never quite mm -hmm. moved in. And I said, um, so what's, what's going on? It doesn't look like, were you renting? And he goes, no, when we first moved in, we started experiencing oddities and he uh, goes then we found out that someone had died in the house mm, and so oh. i had a few people over and they were like oh there's definitely a spirit in the house and and i just said to him i go but how do you know it wasn't a good spirit yeah like why would you immediately yeah. be afraid yeah because isn't that think, funny it's we've hmm. we've lived in places that had spirits in there well, and, and i couldn't i couldn't get yeah. up out of the bed and it just like i was held down but okay. I was still breathing, but I couldn't move. And we've done shows. We've done shows with psychics. We've done mediums, actual really good mediums. And not so good ones. And, and then yeah. one lady, a nurse comes on and she goes, no, no, you're experiencing this thing that happens to people when they sleep. Well, it went away as soon as we moved. Mm. So I'm mm. like, hello, no. I, I know what I was feeling. And eventually, I'd, you know, and I'd had all the visions of what had happened in this historic cabin that we mm. lived in. And there was an offshore gambling hall mm. for the mafia. It was a brothel. It was an ice house. It, the Civil War history. And there were dead people, well, people buried, buried on the property. Wow. So there were. Uh, it was a Native American crossing ground. I mean, this was a hub yeah. of activity, and it was like, holy cow! And you went to bed at mm. night. You never knew what could happen. Yeah. Things like, moved. Things. Things. Lisa, that's moved. a book. That's then, a book. No, at one it point, was crazy. Um, I'm sleeping with Morris, our cat, and he sleeps on top of the bed on the covers. And all of a sudden he stands up and he's frozen. His eyes are huge and his hair is so fluffed out that he, and he's frozen and he dives under the covers. And I look up and there's like this blue gray smoky stuff. And I'm like, oh my God, the cabin's on fire. Cause this is a little, surely it's a log cabin out in the woods. And then it makes a face. It's a man's face and he smiles and he winks and he goes bye-bye. So I was like, oh man, what did I eat or drink? You know, come on. <laughs> so yeah. the next day, the owner of the property, I was talking to him and I said, you know, 
because uh, he then he told me the lady before was a Native American woman. Well, we and she had put a coyote head on the door because she said there were spirits. And we went, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, now I'm like, hey, you know, there's something, there's something. So I yeah. drew the picture of the guy and he got, he went totally white. I handed it to him. I said, this is what the guy looked like. And he said, oh my God, that's my father. And then he tells us. And Nancy's an artist, buried, so she can. Yeah. that the father's buried on the property so oh. we're like oh thanks a lot no but things went on in there but what was weird is this buzzing weird. like when the, when i got like it would take over your body and there was this buzzing and i'd be like oh god here comes the buzzing i'm like eventually leave me away and just just go away leave me alone and we had a friend who's a medium and she went in the house she's like uh-uh yeah, and she, she literally like, uh -uh. shrank in our she like did. she's not shrinking but she shrunk so she, there's these weird things that happen in the fetal position yeah, on the shrunk. couch and got all tiny. Yeah, because there was oh, shenanigans yeah. and things had happened yeah. there, and there were kids running around in spirit form. Yeah, and so there, and there was were cold like, sparks and spots. things that I were seeing. She yeah. could back up with there was violence, like I saw a guy with blood on his head and all these things. Yeah, and so I was going through these vibrations. She's like, "Well, you can just put a bubble around, and you can." get rid of you can say no and I learned to do that and one night I finally mm -hmm. got it right because you have to really kind of practice and be in tune and it felt like mm -hmm. the warmest feeling I had ever had and I think it was my mm -hmm. nana holding mm -hmm. me and saying you're fine yeah you're mm -hmm. fine you're just amidst other people it's a different party <laughs> you know yeah. and so it was like this the most warm maternal mm -hmm. incredible feeling I just I couldn't it was really like a warm, warm, loving, like, like no limits to love feeling that it, it's incredible. And then it was there. And then we moved because everything was blowing up. Fax machines, computers, everything yeah. was blowing up. And, we moved in that and this was a little mountain town and to even get a place to live, you were lucky. We moved in, and um, I, I think at the, we were moving, so I didn't set my room up slept on the couch and I swear to God the buzzing came back I was like no but it felt different this is weird found mm -hmm. out the person who lived there before us number one used to mow his lawn naked naked but anyway <laughs> he, he died of cancer Doesn't and he died. I, know, I don't right? know man but it was funny but he did have a peacock that we, we had a peacock there yeah, um, that but it was cool yeah and but anyway so I, I think I just slept on the couch until things were all set up and the buzzing came and I'm like, no, you didn't follow me, but it was different. Turned out he'd passed away in that room. Okay. He had moved in the living room, he had cancer and, and that was his thing. And I said, look, dude, I am so tired. I need, I need to yeah. sleep. I'm going to take care of your house, your garden, which we did. And he went away. Yeah. But that and was so once house, in a while in yeah. places, I'll get a buzz. And but, I know that that's not some weird sleeping disorder. It is a true buzz. Well, that's the you're house connecting, yeah, you're connecting to the spirit world. That's the house yep. where the two cats would go to a particular corner in the house and hiss, yeah, and run away every time oh, they wow. went to that corner, they'd hiss. So we're like, I know hey, I, our listeners must think we're totally nuts. We I know they're about this on shows. I hope not but because I love true. this. But, so. this is, but this is here. part of that open, yeah. I think that's the beauty about the arts. The arts open minds and hearts and souls. And if we don't, mm -hmm. if it's, it's, you know, people can listen to our story, our personal story and go, oh, bull, you know, you guys are just, you know, you, we know you love your wine. You had too much wine. You're up in the mountains. <laughs> Who knows what was going on up there? But if it's read in a book, it's like, you know, I wonder, 
you know, and so I think we need that openness. And I think that's the beauty of what you've done with your book is yeah. have openness. I think I a lot so. of people experience things and they're scared to say anything. Well, that's one of the things with Jack, right? Because mm -hmm. he spends his hope. He can't yeah. go to his father. He can't confide can't. in people. That's yep. why he's finding the people that are older than him, the mystics. And, mm -hmm. and he's like, I can't start talking about, well, there's a ghost in apartment 3C yeah. because they're going to look like they want to yeah. put me away. Exactly. You know, they're going to be like, okay, not only did he fall on his head and he has a family and he's married, mm -hmm. but he's also seeing ghosts yeah. and spirits and demons ghosts. and shadow people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, the great people. I remember working with a lady who was a massage therapist, very spiritual, but there was some dark stuff going on. And she goes, you know, there's great people and they're going to get you <laughs> if you're not aware of them. And she's massaging me. And I'm like, oh, okay. right. We're done with this now. <laughs> the great people, remember? But she it's says the there's people, soulless yeah. people walking around. Those are the great people, these soulless people. That we have to all be aware yeah. of these. And I was like, you know what? Mm. But even if that, like, let's take a minute and that's say, okay, so what if that's true? Right? So what if that is true? They're just looking for somebody to help them get to the next spot. Okay. They're, they're not, you know, I mean. They're a carriage. Yeah. And that, well, and that is, you know, some of the things that we take on, especially with Jack and Casper, where he's like saying like, you're not supposed to stay here anymore because first mm -hmm. of all, you're not even happy here. Yeah. So I think that those, if she's talking about great people, for me, <laughs> the way I approach that is like, I'm not going to be afraid of that because what I'm going to try and do is direct them mm -hmm. to the portal that mm -hmm. they need to get in and go. See, now we are tripping up. Okay, yeah, so <laughs> yeah, I know you got, you got the two books. But this well, you is, said it was going to be fun, so it well, is. Well, this is fun. So Nancy, Nancy, I give Nancy your book. And, you know, because I was reading, you know, we're booking and here's all these things. And I was like, oh, Nancy, you want to, you know, there's a book out there that deals yeah. with souls. It's called the book of souls. She's like, I'll take it yeah. like right there. <laughs> and so what I do is I give Nancy the books. I don't tell her anything. She doesn't have the yeah. press release. She doesn't have mm -hmm. websites. She doesn't have the nothing. Just read the book. And she starts reading. She says, what the hell, Lisa? And I said, you, you wanted the book of souls. You've got it. Now you were walking around. She goes, this is some freaky stuff, man. What the heck? So she was going around. She goes, there's someone with a three nipples. I'm like, oh, well, there you go. I love that. You know, we, we go, we, she goes through yep. this. And so she starts, yeah. you won't believe what he's written now. You won't believe mm. what this is going. And I'm like, mm. well, you know, so it, it's been like one of those things. And um but I think that's really interesting. And then, so today we're yeah. going to record and she goes, okay, well, I try to look up Kevin Moore and I see there's a writer, the Kevin Moore writer. Mm -hmm. Is that, is that, am I getting your website correct? That she found you online, kevinmoorepublishing.com. Yes. And she goes, but mm -hmm. this guy writes Christmas books. Is this for kids? Same, <laughs> for kids. Is this the same person? And I'm like, yes. That's me. Yes. Like, so how did you go I just from have that to go Because I love to do this to her because, you know, she's, she's going in pure. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then well, she's just be, like, you know. <laughs> because when I wrote the Christmas books, it, well, you know, I'll, I'm, I'm going to send you a copy too, Nancy, of that. Because <laughs> they're not, they're not like your typical, like, um, sugar candy kind of Christmas stories. They're, okay. they're real. And the people are real, um, okay. but they're, you know, they, there's, there's big struggles there, but. Oh, okay. But 
I kind of like held the reins tighter mm-hmm, when I wrote sure. that. Where yeah. here, I just was like, no, no, uh, let's just go to the, let's go to the wall. It's like we were talking mm-hmm. about, you know, like mm-hmm. not giving, being afraid of uh, what people are going to think of and bringing these characters in like, you know, Casper and Peter who ends up in Bellevue Hospital because he's being haunted by a ghost. And, mm-hmm. you know, just like letting it all hang out and not holding on to the reins, just riding that horse. Yeah. That's what I wanted to do with this. Mm-hmm. Well, you did it. <laughs> this is interesting. I mean, the whole, so like, obviously oh, been, there, did this has been brewing for you to be doing for a while. I mean, you've put it out in different forms and different tales and, you know, stories, even it's real, but here. So you've been wanting these mm. connections to go out is what, what I'm saying for people to do, because when, when you go through experiences and open or open the portal, as you will, and, mm. and you connect or don't connect and you start to doubt and then it's like oh no it's just your imagination which doesn't really actually matter if mm. it's your imagination or real at this point if it feels good like okay I was talking about my, my nana thinking this is my nana you know in the warm feeling what if it is my imagination and I built this thing up and I feel good who cares if it worked <laughs> it worked you know yeah. I think yeah. it's cool if it was a true connection but if you know there's that whole oh you're just imagining you've got one of those imaginations i think people all have imaginations and it's about us limiting well how would you like to be the person who has no imagination that's Mm. i don't believe that to Mm. be true i think we all have imaginations you know they always say oh no i'm an you know i'm an admin assistant i'm not creative at all i'm like well you have to do timing you have to do you know you have to be creative with how you communicate with people their creativity is an imagination is key to everything yeah and i think that is should be deemed one of our six senses so we seven senses eight senses imagination because that Mm -hmm. is more your imagination is more of the reality than the other way around we just keep putting the bricks up well, there's a quote by Einstein, and I'm, I'm, it's, I'm not saying the quote, I'm just going to say like mm. what I remember the idea was. And he said, imagination is more important than knowledge. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because it's, it's the only way to move forward. So yeah. you've got knowledge. Let's say you've, you've been taught everything and you know everything, but you can't move forward because you can't think outside the box. Yeah. You can only yeah. do what's been done before. Do you think there is Nancy, really I feel like you and I are on the same, same like, because I was just thinking of box. I was going to say yeah. that, like, you know, like yeah. you, you, some of us live in these small little boxes mm. and then we, some of us live in a, you know, a shoe box and then a bigger box. And then mm. there's no box that can hold you anymore. Right. You mm-hmm. just, yeah. you're just going, well, it's possible. Let me explore this. Yeah. And it why is not? possible. Yeah. I mean, because who are we to call the shots on something not possible? Mm. Why would we do that? We don't know everything. So how can we possibly say this isn't possible? It might not be possible this moment. Yeah. But in some space and time, it might be possible. And it may not be possible for me, but it's possible for possible you. someone else. Yeah. yeah. See, everybody's so, different. Yeah. Yeah. And everything is co-creative. Mm. That's the other part of it. And it's, you know, everything is co-creative. So yeah. as soon as like we connect, the three of us, we've created mm. something new. The dialogue's yeah. a little different than, you know, go somewhere else. It'll be different there. Co-creative. Mm. 
do you believe in God? Because the one thing people will do is go, this is all devil's work. <laughs> oh, no. No, no. Nancy, right? I mean, it doesn't come off yeah, that No, no. The book all. is, no. the, he is deaf. Mm. Yes, mm. to answer your question, yes, I do. Mm-hmm. I may not believe in it the way I was originally taught. In yeah, there we go. I can Catholic tell that. Early yeah. on. Mm-hmm. And that's what happens with Jack. He mm-hmm. is like, you can't tell me, you can, you can tell me about your religion. And, and it's mm-hmm. not just the Catholic religion, it's any religion. You can tell mm-hmm. me about your religion, but you can't tell me about spirituality. Yeah. Because right. that's a personal thing. Yeah. That's and between me and whatever yours is, yeah. a higher power, a higher mm-hmm. self, the universe, mm-hmm. wherever yeah. you find that, that. She can be a she if she wants. You know. it, it doesn't matter. No. It doesn't matter. Own. Like for me, it's nature. That's mm-hmm. my yeah. spirituality. Yeah. Well, That's- Isaac Newton, it, we're recording on his birthday and I was yeah. putting quotes up today and, and I'm like, oh, I have to be careful if I do this one. <laughs> There's like so many quotes from people and yeah. you're like, careful if you post this. And, but so many of them came back, you know, here he is this, you know, genius mathematician could see mm-hmm. what was going on. So astronomy and, and all of that and friends with all these great, you know, people, philosophers. And he just said, no matter what, no matter when he started to see how big the scheme is, like how mm-hmm. big the world is, there's no way there isn't a greater, higher power. Basically, he, he, some called it God, and sometimes he didn't. So I, I was all stuck in there this morning, going, "You got to go mm-hmm. back to work." But he was like talking about, like, "There's no mm-hmm. way. Look at this. Just look at it." And I feel that way when out in nature, when you see these tiny yeah. intricacies, and then you'll see mm-hmm. something so giant, and mm-hmm. you know, just humiliating. Like you feel so humble and small. Yeah. And then it's like magnificent. So it's like when you go out, I, I think he's onto something with that. When you look at mm-hmm. science, yeah, you know, no, and no. we're always learning more through science. Everything is right. always changing. But science teaches you, you know, that's where they say that the spirit and the cloth are starting to hold hands more than they ever used to. And science is part of that. I think they, science is what's actually bridging the gap. You know, if you think about the fact that we are standing on a huge globe that is actually turning trip, as we stand on We're it. We're moving. Yeah. So how can you not um, believe in higher powers or science or how can the you world is round. The world is round. It's already <laughs> ridiculous that we're standing on a revolving globe and we don't fall over. Yeah. You know, and- it, it, Science explains that. Yeah. Right. So, and we're with the galaxy on the far end of the universe. Like we yeah. found that there's so many more galaxies. And it's like, we're how can find, that just be? We're going to find even yeah. more and more and more. And then we're going to realize how crowded the universe is. Yeah. And I refuse like, to use metaverse. Stop it. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm hopping to Mars today. Would you like to join me? It's going to take me one second. <laughs> oh, I would love to go there because I always wanted to go in like with Star Wars when they went into the bar. I always loved the bar scene in Star Wars. I want to go to that bar with all those yeah, yeah. weird creatures. I really do. Yeah, no, yeah, and I, I love that scene. I think it's one of my favorite scenes in Star Wars too because yeah. I think we're all that. We're yeah. we've got these bodies, but inside, yeah. we, that's all. Of- I really love that bar. Scene. I think I think best. sci-fi writers are here. <laughs> to prepare us for the next 
scene. Well, yeah. to open minds at least. Yeah, sci-fi and fantasy is there. And yeah. yours is kind of a little bit of all of it, I think, you yeah. know, because supernatural is natural, right? Yeah, to some of us. To you some know, of us. Depends. It is, yeah. yeah, it's like whatever level you're at. Have you eaten the habanero yet? You know, the ghost pepper. Here it yeah. is. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like we have to learn. Everybody's at a different stage of open and learning and mm you know and it's just fascinating so cool well this has been a fun conversation i feel like we're gonna beam up but i do want to remind everybody in the world in case you don't know the world is round yeah (laughs) so i've heard i just oh don't 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 (laughs) but you can still walk you won't fall we do not have ice walls i still can't believe like the, the that we have ice walls like that part i never like understood that people the flat earth society really believes that there's ice walls we are contained by walls of ice and i was like well how how are they how is that happening like how yeah especially since we're warming up i know yeah well that's they have these huge ice cubes that's why we're having climate change (laughs) that are moved by trucks yeah Yeah. we're we're having climate change just to dispel the fact (laughs) yeah (laughs) and we're not flat earth anyway Mm. getting silly now but everyone again uh the book go get it book of souls i mean number one this is such a good title and it's out Mm -hmm. now through books fluent you go to kevin moore publishing.com amazon all those great places uh of course keep up with us at bigblendradio.com every second wednesday is our writers wednesday with books forward Uh, i can keep up Mm -hmm. with them at booksforward.com so thank you so much for joining us it's been fun, fun kevin my pleasure. I just want to show you something because you mentioned dust on the earlier. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you see this? It says a ghost dust oh, on it. Oh, ghost oh, dust. Cool. Pull, pull it back. Pull it. Oh, yeah. it, it went. It there, there it is. Yeah. Oh. Ooh. So, Did you trap yeah. somebody in a bottle? No. I just <laughs> took a little bit of their dust. <laughs> He's a collector. Cool. Yes. <laughs> Thank you awesome. so much. Awesome. My pleasure. Yeah.